Faith, Hope and Love, episode 374, the 16th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year C. Both the first reading and the gospel this weekend speak of the true meaning of hospitality and graciousness. And for a Christian, these are always symbols of openness and a welcoming attitude, an open heart, an open ear, and an open mind to God and God's word, an openness to God's different ways. In the first reading, Abraham and Sarah give hospitality to three mysterious visitors. This was what was expected in the culture of the time of all people towards travellers. But there is something even more special here. Somehow, Abraham knows that these three visitors are not just any old travellers, but are actually angels, representing the very presence of God. I love this scene from the Bible. If anyone was to make a movie of this scene from the Bible, I reckon the three strangers would say very little, but would just nod and cooperate and graciously accept the hospitality of Abraham. It would be a delightful and very mysterious scene. I'd love to see that acted out in a movie. Actually, there is a 1966 movie called The Bible, which features a scene like this. And one reviewer describes this scene of the three angels visiting Abraham as one of the best scenes in the movie, and bemoaning that more scenes like that are not featured. It really is very special if you ever get to see that movie again. Probably because it's such a key incident. So ordinary, but so holy. The hospitality of Abraham, which is nothing less than was expected of all hosts of his time, nevertheless is a symbol and example of graciousness, openness and compassion that is expected of all who follow God. And all who are open to people in this way are one in heart with God himself. This is Faith, Hope and Love. See, I have God for my help, the Lord sustains my soul. I will sacrifice to you with willing heart, and praise your name, O Lord, for it is good. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace to you, and peace from God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hello everyone, and welcome to this 16th Sunday in Ordinary Time. We gather together as God's people, so as to prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries, let us first call to mind our sins.
Lord Jesus, you came to reconcile us to the Father and to one another. Lord, have mercy. You heal the wounds of our sin and division. Christ, have mercy. You intercede for us with the Father. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your Let us pray for the grace to keep God's law. Show favour, O Lord, to your servants, and mercifully increase the gifts of your grace, that made fervent in hope, faith and charity, they may be ever watchful in keeping your commands. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Genesis. The Lord appeared to Abraham by the oaks of memory, as Abraham sat at the entrance of his tent in the heat of the day. Abraham looked up and saw three men standing near him. When he saw them, he ran from the tent entrance to meet them and bowed down to the ground. He said, My Lord, if I find favour with you, do not pass by your servant. Let a little water be brought and wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree. Let me bring a little bread, that you may refresh yourselves, and after that you may pass on. 
since you have come to your servant. So they said, Do as you have said. And Abraham hastened into the tent to Sarah and said, Make ready quickly three measures of choice flour, knead it, and make cakes. Abraham ran to the herd and took a calf, tender and good, and gave it to the servant who hastened to prepare it. Then he took curds and milk and the calf that he had prepared and set it before them, and he stood by them under the tree while they ate. They said to Abraham, Where is your wife Sarah? And he said, There, in the tent. Then one said, I will surely return to you in due season, and your wife Sarah shall have a son. The Word of the Lord The just will live in the presence of the Lord. Lord, who shall dwell on your holy mountain, those who walk without fault, those who act with justice and speak the truth from their hearts, those who do not slander with their tongue, those who do no wrong to their kindred, who cast no slur on their neighbours, who hold the godless in disdain, but honour those who fear the Lord, those who keep their word come what may, who take no interest on a loan, and accept no bribes against the innocent, such people will stand firm for ever. The just will live in the presence of the Lord. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Brothers and sisters, I am now rejoicing in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh I am completing what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, that is, the church. I became its servant according to God's commission that was given to me for you, to make the word of God fully known, the mystery that has been hidden throughout the ages and generations, but has now been revealed to his saints. To them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. It is Christ whom we proclaim, warning every person and teaching every person in all wisdom, so that we may present every person mature in Christ. The Word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia.
Happy are those who have kept the word with a generous heart and yield a harvest through perseverance. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Now, as Jesus and his disciples went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to Jesus and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then, to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. The Gospel of the Lord. It's a beautiful passage about Mary and Martha and their hospitality, but it's also a very misunderstood passage. It can be quite confusing. It may be helpful to keep in mind that Jesus is very good friends with both Mary and Martha. He's not rebuking Martha, but he is gently teaching her that although he deeply appreciates and values her hospitality and welcome and the meal she's rushing to prepare, in the end, these important actions are only a foretaste and a symbol of the true hospitality and welcome that comes from sitting at the feet of our Lord and listening attentively to him, learning from him, becoming a disciple of Christ and being utterly open and responsive to God's word and God's teaching. This is true hospitality and this is what Mary is doing and it's not to be taken from her. Unlike other interpretations of this gospel, Jesus is not preferring action to contemplation. He's not rejecting Martha's ways and accepting only Mary's ways. Jesus is not contrasting a strictly contemplative life with an active life. Both are necessary. We venerate Martha as a saint as well as Mary. The one thing necessary is to listen to Jesus and to ponder his words deeply so that our actions reflect his teachings and values. Without his values and his spirit and his good news, our activity could be misguided or even harmful or misplaced. We need, and our homes need, and our world needs the saving message, values, and spirit of Jesus that directs our priorities. We need, first and foremost, to listen and be open to his message so that we can then put his values into action with clarity. Both contemplation and action are needed in the life of all Christians. Both need to be firmly based on an openness and responsiveness to Jesus' teachings and values, so that we might take up his values and priorities and accordingly act on them. As we've already said, action without contemplation could be fruitless and quite misguided, a waste of effort. And contemplation without actions could be just self-indulgence. Both are needed in their own order, with first priority given 
to sitting at Christ's feet and listening to him, being open to him and learning from him. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Let us ask our loving God to hear our prayers for the building up of the kingdom. For the Church that it may persevere through the difficulties of these times and be a light for all the world. We pray to the Lord. For the leaders of governments, that they may reflect the generous hospitality of the gospel spirit in the treatment of refugees. We pray to the Lord. For homeless and displaced persons everywhere, that material and spiritual help may improve their conditions. We pray to the Lord. For the strength to welcome all those we meet, that we may show compassion and understanding to all. We pray to the Lord. For all our departed, that they may have eternal life, especially those for whom we now pray. We pray to the Lord. All-knowing God, you know the secrets of our heart. We humbly ask you to hear these prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin.
pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. O God, who in the one perfect sacrifice brought to completion varied offerings of the law, accept, we pray, this sacrifice from your faithful servants and make it holy as you blessed the gifts of Abel, so that what each has offered to the honour of your majesty may benefit the salvation of all. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Preface 2 of Sundays in Ordinary Time The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For out of compassion for the waywardness that is ours, he humbled himself and was born of the Virgin. By the passion of the cross he freed us from unending death, and by rising from the dead he gave us life eternal. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up, for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation 
giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death, gave life to the world, free me by this most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commands and never let me be parted from you. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life.
May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. The Communion Antiphon The Lord, the gracious, the merciful, has made a memorial of his wonders. He gives food to those who fear him. And now a prayer for spiritual communion, in union with those who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet, post-communion prayer and reflection. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity.
Let us pray. Graciously be present to your people, we pray, O Lord, and lead those you have imbued with heavenly mysteries to pass from former ways to newness of life. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks, everyone. It's wonderful to join together to praise God and to offer special intentions for those near to us. And may God sustain you this week with his grace and love. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Oh, no.